Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. 8.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The following comes to you through Potbean.com, in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. In the artist realm with Sylvia Stein begins now. Welcome to In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope everyone's having a great, great day. Today is January 9th, 2018, and I'm so happy to be able to do a show for In the Artist Realm to start off the new year. Today of all days, I'm celebrating two years that I started on this journey or this podcast with Podbean, and I couldn't be happier. Um, I'm really happy with it. I love doing the shows, and I hope this year... I'll be able to bring you more one-on-ones, which I haven't done lately, and also more writing tips. When I started this journey two years ago, I, um, you know, I, I was, I'm astounded at how it's grown. Um, the downloads are free, and um, and everyone that pays attention or or listens in, I couldn't be nothing but happier. That you guys are are uh, enjoying the show, and I hope to do more as they come. Now, um, as I said two years ago today, I started like on the fifth, but officially the show on the ninth. Two years ago, I said I wanted to do a podcast, and I went on this journey, and I started, and now two years later, here we are, and I couldn't be more excited. First, I started with a silk author channel. Then the Sylvia Stein Power Hour, and finally one day it hit me. I wanted to do a show about all artists, painters, uh, uh, writers, uh, musicians, all kinds of people. And I haven't had uh, like artists come on the show. Well, actually, I did. Um, I correct that. I had a wonderful artist and tat- tattoo artist, as well as his own artist in his own right, Michael Dangerman. Uh, he's been wonderful, but I want to have more. Uh, him come back to tell us more about his awesome work because he's fantastic and other artists that want to come and share their their own you know journey uh, fiber artists I, I need to schedule my mother-in-law who's a great artist fiber artist and in her own right shout out to her Kathy Stein and also you know more authors to come and speak I know I have scheduled, uh, I haven't gotten with her, but she knows that I've been wanting her on the show. Lori Fontanez, I hope to have Chrissy Parker uh, from Devon in the UK. Shout out to her. Hopefully Emerald Barnes, who's a wonderful 
um, you know, went, uh, award-winning and also um, YA author Emerald Barnes, shout out to her as well, and other artists and, and authors that I have not had on the show, whether they're new, uh, whether they, you know, they, they publish other books or anyone that wants to come to the show, I hope you will, and I hope to reach out to you. But I, I can't do this without all of you tuning in every time. And I do appreciate the support here for myself here on potbean.com. And I couldn't be more grateful. Now for today, January 9th, 2019, because I do writing tips, I want to start off the year with Crafting Dynamic Dialogue. This is the complete guide to speaking Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction from the Editors of Writer's Digest. The foreword was written by Cheryl St. John. I have the paperback. This was one of the books that um, my mother-in-law gave me last year, along with another, but this was one. And I've been going through it, and it has a lot of great insight and details. And I hope to bring you more writing tip uh, books, like Roy Peter Clark's book, which we have not finished on. I haven't... Uh, quite um uh covered it all yet and i i need to go back to it i know that but i wanted to start off today's show with this um the process of writing dialogue and and go into a little bit of that today and i also want to share some announcements which i'll do later in the show and uh then hopefully schedule like i said more uh, writing tip shows um author interviews or artist interviews of all types and uh hopefully you know you guys can you know also call in or share or give me some insight as to what you want to see on the show as well now i also want to bring about the uh, crowdfunding that hasn't been doing very well as i said i'm not very good with asking anyone you know for um for for donations of any type but this is a way to kind of help the show do more promos and stuff. And uh, what I can do for you is do like an ad on the show. If you donate a dollar, it's it, it's a monthly charge of a dollar. If you decide to commit to it, it's only one dollar. And the, the, what I would do with that is um, promote your book, give you a shout out on my show. And also, um, if you have any other marketing stuff that you want me to go over on the show, I will do that and also uh, reward you with an ebook of your choice of the books that I have and you or you could give it away as a gift to someone else. But um, you don't have to do that. You don't have to feel pressured either. I know the economy is hard and stuff, but if you could uh, commit to try to donate a dollar to in the artist realm, that would mean a lot to become a patron for the show. I would appreciate that. Now, Having said that, let's go into the process of writing dialogue. So I'll begin here uh, with what uh, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue says. And this is in a paperback. If you don't have it, it starts on page four. I'm pretty sure they have the ebook, but I enjoy paperback books. So, like every other aspect of fiction writing, crafting strong dialogue calls for a process. For T.C. Boyle, who is an award-winning author of 15 novels and 10 short story collections, this process is mostly an unconscious one. He doesn't intentionally set out to energize his dialogue. It just happens in its own energetic way, he says. Usually it rides along with me 
in the way that narration does. It all happens in the unconscious spell that overtakes a writer in the flow of composition. This is what T.C. Boyle said. Now, novelist Amanda Filipacci reports the same experience in drafting her dialogue. It's something that comes naturally to me and requires very little conscious effort or calculation. Then, of course, it says, plenty of authors prepare to write dialogue by doing some field work. Virgil Suarez, author of several novels and story collections, it says, regularly attunes himself to the various ways people speak. He says, I like to eavesdrop on conversations, and there are plenty of contemporary places where you can go and do exactly that, and no one would notice you sitting there talking, t uh, taking it all in, sorry. But when it comes to the actual writing, for Suarez, this is largely intuitive. He says, it comes in a variety of ways, sometimes even in sleep. I also hear it as I am writing. The lines that come to me often evolve out of a character's need to speak, to be heard. It also comes from watching characters move from scene to scene. So what would they say to themselves? That's what he says. All of this is non-rational, a matter of feel. And yet Suarez has noticed a set of consistent features that energize his dialogue. Banter, he says, is an important one. I'm a big believer in banter between characters, as it is a way to create dynamic tension through the way the characters speak. Suarez also says, also plays with the margins between silence and sound. Always present is the, uh, always present is the idea that silence is often much better for drama, it says, than dialogue itself. I like to punctuate my scenes with lots of quieter banter and have plenty of second-level daily life noise, action going on in the background. My characters never speak in a vacuum. There's always something going on, either in their minds or in their setting. So basically, this is the advice to start off with in this book that um, crafting dynamic dialogue involves. We're starting off with the process of writing dialogue and what each author is saying. They started off with T.C. Boyle, then Amanda Filipacci, Virgil Suarez, and he's the one that gives out specifics of what how he writes. So here... It gives an example. Notice the sep the the rep repertoire in Suarez's short story "Blown" from his collection, "The Soviet Circus Comes to Havana." So here we go. I'm going to read a little excerpt from the story, and he says, "Give me a moment here." Okay, I bet you didn't know I was in Vietnam. You say, a Cuban in Vietnam. You notice how her fingers shake as she takes a cigarette out of the YSL Ritz pack. When the time came, everybody went, you say. Not everybody. You were here, you ask? Cuba. I'm sorry. Cuba, she says, and looks at the, main, at the man playing the electric piano. He jumps up and down as he starts his solo. Like I said, I went. 
All right, she says. How many did you kill? I got there at the end. Before I knew it, I was back. That's anticlimactic. So what? This is part of his story. The Soviet circus comes to um comes to Havana, which is in Cuba or Cuba. Clipped playful dialogue. Note the man about to gyrate on the electric piano. Banter silent sound. These elements tend to pattern Suarez's dialogue. Elements ingrained after years of writing, modulated to meet the needs of each new story or novel. It's his stamp of originality. Now it goes into originality is also important to Filipacci. And for her, this means avoiding the predictable. Dialogue, she says, that foils readers' expectations, even in small and subtle ways, can arouse your readers' curiosity and make them pay closer attention. Misunderstandings and misinterpretations between characters can bring entertainment and stress to the reader. Two forms of beneficial energy in fiction. So, what does this all mean? It says, the more you write dialogue, the more you just let it happen. Listening to your character speak, you will probably discover your own distinctive approach. Energized by the beat or rhythm of your character's words, their utterances as well as silences, their back and forth, their complex, rich voices. Let let loose your imagination, your intuitive, your intuitive side. Don't engineer your dialogue. If you force anything, it will come off as fake and inauthentic. So basically, you need to make sure that when you're trying to create dialogue, you make it realistic. It's like having a conversation. You know, you need to try to make it, you know, realistic where the characters, you can relate to them. I certainly have that those moments when I create my fiction in my books. I um, hear the characters as I'm, I'm writing. I feel the, the dialogue. That's one of the compliments I have gotten from my work even early on about being able to create realistic dialogue. Now, one of the things I did learn to do, not to do when I'm creating the dialogue is not to put too much um, exclamation points because it sounds like I'm yelling. So I did learn that. But one of the things that I was praised for is my dialogue. So here I want to share a little bit of the Chasing Clarity, Chasing Clarity book, which was, by the way, re-edited by the amazing... Kim Huther for proofreading, uh, uh, for Wordsmith proofreading services. Um, she uh, was able to edit, re-edit my book, and she did a wonderful job, and it's out now. And it's uh, it's uh, Chasing Clarity, and I'm going to read a dialogue here, so that way we can, you can sense the dialogue of what it's talking about. So I'll read the prologue, because uh, this has a lot of dialogue in it. Here we go. When I looked into his eyes, I couldn't, I couldn't not keep from crying. I had been, it had been so long since I felt this way. Mia, what is wrong? He asked. I cast my eyes down to the ground and bit my lip. I blocked his voice and didn't, or didn't want to hear what he had to say. This wasn't 
Leo, and he would never be like him. Where are you, Leo? Come back to me, my love. You're leaving now, he asked uneasily. I nodded. Yes, I have to go now. Mia, please don't go, he pleaded. His tormented face broke my heart, but I felt entrapped and needed to escape. He was suffocating me. And the need to escape suffocated me. So, so here, she's having a conversation. And she's arguing with someone. We don't know with with who. So, and, and the character she was um, having this conversation with was Henry. Henry is the, is the boy she meets. And Henry is whom she's arguing with. So, I'm trying to find another piece uh, where there's more dialogue. So, you can understand what I'm kind of trying to review here. trying to see here okay here she's talking to Courtney and it says so Mia are you excited about going to New York he asked and this is Matt asking her a friend of Leo's which is the person that meant so much to Mia she says, and she says, Mia, I know Leo would want you to be happy. I fidgeted slightly, and this is Mia saying that, in my chair and began to bite my bottom lip. Mia, are you okay? I'm okay, Matt. I'm just scared to tell my parents. He tapped my shoulder. I'm sure they will be fine. I frowned. I hope so. Trust me, Mia. They will understand. I began to feel a little bit better. You're right. Besides, Leo wouldn't want you to be want you to lose that opportunity. I fought back tears. He gave me a slight nudge on my back again as we got ready for the meeting. So basically here, just so you can understand what's going on, is Mia Gerard has lost Leo. And in the process she attends a meeting for people that are um are grieving and uh she she finds a support group before she makes her move to a change from Michigan all the way to New York. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, I wanted to just kind of show the, the a little bit of the dialogue that um, what, what they're talking about that you need to create within your character. So I hope that helped a bit and I hope it didn't confuse anyone. So basically it says... Um, Misunderstandings and misinterpretations between characters can bring entertainment and stress to the reader, two forms of beneficial energy in fiction. The more you write dialogue, the more you just let it happen. Listening to your character speak, you'll probably discover your own distinctive approach. Energized by the beat or rhythm of your character's words, their utterances, as well as silences, their back and forth, as I said, their complex, rich voices, let loose your imagination, your intuitive side. Don't engineer your dialogue. If you force anything, it will come off as fake and enthusiastic. And yet there is always revision, rethinking, redoing. Like every other element in fiction, you must at some point turn a critical eye to your dialogue and demand more of it. Does it reveal character? Does it reveal conflict? Will it keep the reader's interest? 
So the way I did the prologue is to create something that Mia is going through. Uh, she is, you know, she is a, a young woman going through something. And here in the prologue, you know, she is someone that is trying to run away from something that's occurring. In this case, it's Henry. Um, you, until you read the book, Chasing Clarity, you'll know what I'm talking about. But she says, Mia, what is wrong? He asks. This is Henry asking. She casts her eyes down to the ground and bites her lip. I blocked his voice and didn't want to hear what he had to say. This wasn't, this wasn't Leo, and he would never be like him. Grabbing my purse, I headed to the door. I'm sorry, Henry, but I have to go now. You're leaving now, he asked uneasily. I nodded. Yes, I have to go now. Mia, please don't go, he pleaded. His tormented face broke my heart, but I felt entrapped and the need to escape suffocated me. So here she is running from a conflict, as it says here. You know, she is, um, you know, what does it reveal? Will we? She's running away. And I apologize for the uh, phone ringing. Um, she's running away from something that's causing her pain or conflict. And she's hurting. And she doesn't want to hurt anymore. So right now she is uh, dealing with that kind of conflict. And it says, for award-winning short story writer Laura Vandenberg, revision strategies come down to several key questions. Where is the tension? Where is the arc? What is happening underneath the surface? As she reviews her dialogue, Vandenberg pays special attention to this latter issue. It's crucial, she says, to think about what's crackling beneath the surface. Where is the subtext, the layers? What is the end game for this conversation? For the narrator, what does she want in this moment? These underlayers are a huge part of what brings energy to dialogue. Notice what's crackling beneath the surface. In Vandenberg's story, I looked for you, I called your name. From her collection, The Isle of Youth. Here the narrator on a honeymoon in Pan Patagonia is plagued by a series of disasters. For starters, a broken nose when their plane makes an emergency landing. You can't help but sense an underlayer in the honeymooning couple's conversation with another newly married couple. The narrator replies to a comment about being just recently married. So here we have another excerpt, and this is coming from Laura Vandenberg. So we're going to read that, and we're going to uh, try to figure out what what the layers mean. Yes, I said, I suppose we are. I felt as though I was hovering just above the ground. I hooked myself around my husband's elbow. But doesn't it feel like it's been ages, I said, ages and ages and ages. He pulled away from me and leaned toward the mayor steward. She broke her nose, he whispered. During the emergency landing, Patrick sipped his drink. Susanna sucked on her crab leg. You broke it? I said, tapping my cheekbone. My husband broke my nose. What was that? Patrick asked, rattling the ice around in his glass. 
My husband broke my nose. I felt like signing those words to the entire room. He broke it with his elbow. She doesn't know what she's talking about, my husband said. It was an accident. So here already on their honeymoon, the narrator feels an unsettling disharmony in her marriage. A potentially broken marriage symbolized by her broken nose. The spoken as well as the unspoken energizes this dialogue. We wonder what is really going on. What fatal flaw in this marriage has caused the wife to accuse her husband of breaking her nose? The dialogue intrigues the reader to discover the undercurrents, the subtext. And it's true. Here we're wondering. We're wondering what is going on with um, with this story of uh, what Lara, uh, Laura Van, um, sorry, of Laura Vandenberg's story. I looked for you. I uh, noticed was crack, crack, crackling. Sorry, beneath the surface, and she's talking about from her collection, the Isle of Youth, and you hear the couples. You know, it says here. Um, it talks about the couples that are married, and they 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 uh, get uh, they try an emergency landing. And it's a broken nose when the plane makes an emergency landing. But there's more to the story. As the couples are talking, the narrator, she reveals that her husband has broken her nose. And then there's the tension that starts the story. So there, there we're already intrigued as readers. Um, and I hope that my stories intrigue also um, other readers when they read uh, sto my stories. Now, for example... Closure was the first novella I wrote, and perhaps I can find a sense of a dialogue that okay it says here is the story of, of Sarah. We go to chapter one and we're Dealing with another death in the beginning. So here we go with this dialogue. One day my mother my mother was there and the next day I am walking into a big home and facing a large box. For the longest time I stood holding my father's hand while looking at our reflection on the shiny wooden box. The room began to fill with noise. Confused I looked over my shoulder and faced a dark blue curtain. What's that daddy I asked. Everyone is coming to say goodbye. Who's going away? He picked me up. Inside was my mother. She looked peaceful. Mommy is sleeping, I thought. Delighted to see her with color and resting, I turned and whispered into my father's ear. Shh, Mommy is sleeping, Daddy. She's not sick no more. Sweetie, he whispered. A jagged breath and wet heat caressed my ear. Daddy's crying. Lost for words, I patted his back. His sobs deepened. Oh, Sarah, mommy's going away, but don't worry. We're still a family. Young and confused, nothing made sense. My father was crying. My mother was in a box, and people behind a curtain were there to say goodbye. Mother looked good, happy and without pain. How could someone who finally looked peaceful decide to leave? So those are, that's my example. 
and I put a little bit of the dialogue. Those were, you know, I try to do the layers of this story, which is, you know, complicated because it's about a, a father and daughter relationship, a broken relationship. It's called closure. And then, of course, Chasing Clarity deals with a young woman dealing with grief um, with the loss of her beloved Leo and then having to face life after him. And then, of course, the Diary of the Broken Father, which is more in first person, is the um, prologue of what Garrison went through. If you read Closure, you'll know what I'm talking about and his journey of what he has to redeem for himself in this in his story. So um, the whole point is to create, you know, a, a, a set of, of uh, expectations where you know, you just let it happen. You listen to your character speak. So here, now the next part is consistency of tone and character. To zero in on tone, you must capture the core of who your character is, his or her sensibility and so forth. Capture, capturing your character's essential nature takes an imagination that grasps, grasps sorry, what it's like to be another human being. It requires the writer to get outside herself to experience empathy. John Keats called it negative capability. So writer John Keats called it negative capability. Now, here we go into, and I apologize, I keep pausing. I'm recording on my phone uh, for the show on the voice memos, and it keeps uh, locking out, uh, so I do apologize for that. Cons uh, it says here, Filipacci says that, like an actor, you must imagine yourself in the skin of your character. You must be aware of both personality and mood. What kinds of remarks would that personality in its current mood utter at the moment? How would that personality and mood react to what has just been said to him or her? As she writes, Filipacci automatically asks these questions about all of her characters. So this is what you need to do today for today's show. I, I uh, challenge you to ask the questions of, you know, um, you know, what is there? I mean, who are you writing for first? What kinds of remarks with the personality that you're, the character you're creating is trying to work on um, what would what what would that moment take place in like whatever character you're working on now uh, what kind of character is he or she for example in my newest one which will be out hopefully the summer of next year of this year sorry uh, battered mind the young woman is dealing with uh, mental illness and the different things that occur with that and this was another type of character that I had, I had to do a lot of research for that. But I wanted to show another side of another character that's complicated, that has a lot of layers um, within her. And my uh, and her name is Sadie Martin Carlisle. That's the main character. And I had to think of these things, and I'll share more about that in my next show. But basically, I want you to challenge yourself to write about you know, what makes him, your character special and what are the layers surrounding it when you work on your dialogue. And we'll discuss that on the next segment of In the Artist's Realm, um, uh, Crafting Dynamic Dialogue, which I hope I can do another one on Friday of this week, hopefully, if everything works out. 
if not for sure, Monday of next week. But I plan to do more shows on the Crafting Dynamic Dialogue so we can continue on consistency of tone and character and then move on to review those questions and breaking with dialogue convention. So we'll go into that. And this is all covered on Chapter 1 of Crafting Dialogue, The Complete Guide to Speaking, Conversing, Arguing, and Thinking in Fiction from the editors of Writer's Digest. So, and the forward is by Cheryl St. John. So I really hope you'll join us but uh, for the next show. And I really hope that all of this information has helped you for the show to start off the new year. I do apologize for the pauses in between my show and for the um, uh, tongue twisters that I seem to have today that I mispronounce certain words. And I, uh, I don't know... Uh, why that happened, but sometimes that happens, and uh, I'm, I, I'm glad that you're tuning in today. So, goodness, everything's locking in today, even my computer. I'm trying to log back into the computer, and it's not letting me. So, my apologies on that. Let's see here. Okay, here we got it right. So, now... Um, like I said, we'll discuss that on the next show. Thank you for joining us today, uh, Tuesday, on In the Artist Realm. Happy 2018. This is, the, like I said, two years now of this podcast on Podbean. I'm really happy to be here. If you have a chance to review um, on Podbean or on iTunes, please leave a review of the show, what you think of the podcast. And I, I hope you'll review us. There's an app. For Podbean, please download it. Look for In the Artist Realm and download and also review. Let us know how much you love the show, and I hope you do. And uh, now I'm going to go into the uh, news segment uh, to give my announcements. So we're going to go into that. So let me start with the C. All right. And now we're going into the news for announcements. And welcome to the new segment or announcement segment of In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. As I said, uh, first and foremost, um, I'm doing the crowdfunding for Podbean. I'm, I put in for a dollar to try to reach a dollar per month uh, to for the goal of $300. That was the expectation. If you can sign up as a patron, I would love to have you... Um, I would love to be able to uh, promote and and give you a shout out on the show, and also try to provide you with an ebook of your choice from my collection of books. Whether it be when I first started with the Writers Group Seven Fifty and the anthologies, to uh, to also the uh, books, my solo books, Closure, Chasing Clarity, and the Diary of the Broken Father. And once my Battered Mind books comes out, I'll probably give away a few ebooks and I will keep you more updated uh, to when that will be because, like I said, this is not until summer 
of this year. So it's still a ways, not very long way. I'm I'm shooting for um, June or the date, the target date for June. Um, hopefully that the, the book will be out by then. And uh, I'll be able to give away some free ebooks by that time. But for now, it's just Chasing Clarity, Closure, um, The Diary of the Broken Father. And also, um, I wanted to uh, tell you that I do have some anthologies still available from the Writers Group 750. Um, and I, I hope that I'll be able to either uh, be able to send you one of those anthologies as well. But anyway, I hope you'll support the crowdfunding for Podbean. I don't want to be pushy, so I'll leave it at that. But I also want to send a big shout out to um, the new uh, books that have been coming out for um, on uh, or books that you should check out, I would say, if you have the time. And I know some of them can be a little... Maybe not the typical book you may read, but you got to give yourself that chance to check those out because I think they're fascinating and they offer a lot of insight. Um, if you if you are able to read those now, uh, one book that I read by a new author called Alexander Ray, the captivated audience hoaxes illusions and the biblical earth. I hope you'll check that out. It's available on Amazon. I believe it's also on Barnes & Noble or iTunes, but you can find it on Amazon. Check it out and try to leave a review if you can. Um, I believe the author did such great work and research, and he his argument is very substantial, and what he has to say is very, very influential. And if you have a chance to check it out, please do. And also, uh, there is a book out by... Uh, Lori Fontanes, uh, and her books is, uh, book is Faucets of Phantoms. Shout out to Lori. Please check it out. It's a great collection of short stories, so I hope you'll check that out and read. And also there is a book by um, uh, author A.J. Brown. Shout out to him. And uh, The Forgetful Man's Disease is out now. And also there is another book out uh, called The Reaper. Uh, and that is, um, let me see here. I want to make sure I give the correct. I just want to throw out books that I've read and I want to make sure. Okay, Reaper by Brianna Robertson. Um, both Brianna Robertson and AJ Brown are from Stitch Mile Pu Publications and uh, shout out to them and CEO uh, of course Lisa Vasquez um, and also she's got her own books too um, series that she has that you might want to check out The Unsaintly Chronicles by author um, Lisa Vasquez. Let me see. I want to make sure to call out the correct. Uh, she's got, well, right now she has The Unfleshed Tale of the Autopsic Bride. So you might want to check that out. It's also by Lisa Vasquez of Stitch Smile Publications. 
And they also have an anthology called Unleash Monsters vs. Zombies. And also Beowulf, the Midgard epic by author James Matthew Byers. Um, go ahead and check that out. Um, and there's a lot of books by them. But also, I wanted to give a big shout out to more indie authors. Like uh, there's Luke Savage, My Life, My Death. It's a collection of short stories that has come out. There is also anthologies on different types of anthologies by uh, uh, different types of genres um, that you might want to check out for the different reader. Um, and if you're into other uh, types of anthologies, um, check them out. Um, I think there is one out uh, that they did a twist on the uh, fairy tale stories. And uh, they did a twist to that with Ava Daniels and different um, different authors um, that did a, a a collection of short stories. And uh, and I'm trying to figure get the. I know I read the book, but I can't. I don't have the the stories with me, so I do apologize on that. But there is different types of books that you can check out. On on your uh, when you have oh it's okay here it is if you're into uh, different types of uh, reading it's called Dirty Fairy Tales um, this was done by Sherry Marie L B Russell J M Shalm Reagan Hollow Carissa Kari, uh, Lahi um, it's I believe it's I'm trying to yeah. Um, and uh, Brandy Dorsch, Bethany Frost, Barb Schuler. Um, there is also um, another book out by. I know I'm mentioning a lot of books, but I want to make sure to name the novel within by Lindsay Taylor. Um, I got to work with her, and a shout out to the Coffee House writers. Luke Savage is our co-captain, and he also wrote My Life and My Death. And Lindsay wrote the novel within. By uh by Lindsay Taylor, shout out to her and anyone else I forgot. I do apologize. I'm just mentioning certain books that stand out that you might want to check out. And I know this announcement has taken a little bit long, um. But anyway, I'm pretty excited about all the books. I hope that that helped you with certain books. And also, uh, don't forget to check out the Emerald Barnes books. Um, she is an award winning author, and she has a lot of YA books out. And I've loved, uh, I loved her, uh, all her books, but especially she's got the Knights Academy right now, the Mark and the Hunted Knight, uh, Academy. Those are uh, her books. And she also has, uh, I'm trying to uh, see all her books uh, that she has out right now. Christmas Beginnings. I told her it sounded like a Hallmark movie that, sh that can be made into a movie. Um, and, it's, and it's also on Kindle, so I hope you'll check that out. And also the books by the amazing UK author, Chrissy Parker. Uh, she writes phenomenal books, um, Among the Olive Gro Groves, and she's working on a new thriller due out soon um, that she'll be sharing more of uh, later. And uh, Among the Olive Groves is one of her uh, really great books, but she has so many great books out there. 
that um, I hope you will check those out as well. Um, temperance, which I love. I love Temperance. I love Integrate. And of course, she has a collection of poems and short stories um, called The Secrets, a collection of poems and short stories. Uh, so make sure to check those out as well. So I said, uh, I gave you a long list of uh, different books. I hope you'll check those out. If I forgot anyone, I do apologize. I was just going through the list of books that I've read. Also, if you want to check out uh, other books, uh, of course, Melissa Foster, uh, who is a best-selling author, has a lot of romance and different types of books that um, she can offer to you as well um, for all readers. Um, She's got different books only for you and different uh, series. Um, so I hope you'll check out Melissa Foster and all her books because um, she has the Bayside Passions, different types of books that will pique your interest. And also, of course, there's um, Leanne Moriarty and Big Little Lies and all the, the great books she has. And also, of course, um, The Sinner, which is... Uh, became a series, but it was written by uh, Petra Hemisphere, and I received a free copy when I was watching the show. And it's a great book and a great, um, a great uh, series as well on TV. But um, also, if you want to read different types of books, and I hope that helps you. And like I said, if I forgot anyone, my my apologies. And check out all of AJ Brown's books because AJ Brown has a great collection of books, different, um, uh, you know, um, dredging up memories to the forgetful man's disease to, he has so many books. So check out, uh, AJ Brown on, uh, like he's a stitch mile publications, uh, author, Lisa Vasquez, CEO, and also author and cover designer. She had, she does it all. And also, um, James Matthew Byers, and like I said, check out, um, he's also from Stitch Mouth Publications, Brianna Robertson, and also, um, like I said, um, another great horror writer, Lori Fontanes and Faucets of Phantoms. So I hope you'll check out all those books I mentioned, and the Dirty Fairy Tales um, uh, anthology, which has a lot of wonderful authors like Carissa, uh, Carissa Lahi. I've had her on the show. She's a great author. She's coming into her own. And uh, just check out all those authors that I mentioned. And of course, Alexander Ray and the Captivated Audience, uh, audience Hoaxes, Illusions, and the Biblical Earth. Different types of books that I mentioned. I hope uh, you will enjoy those. And of course, check out my books as well, if you can. But anyway, so I hope you've enjoyed this um, new show for In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. I hope you all have a great day and make it wonderful because every day should be wonderful. Try to do a new act of kindness every day. Um, it doesn't cost that much to do. Try to be kinder to one another. There's so much going on in the world right now. I try not to get too involved. Um, I'm really happy with my family, my husband, Jeremy, shout out to him and uh, what a hard worker he is and my children. Paul, Michael, Connie, and all my family, loved ones. I send a big shout out to all of them. So thank you. You all have a wonderful day. And thank you for joining us for In the Artist Realm. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.
This was In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. I hope, I hope you will join Sylvia for another show coming up soon. In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein, brought to you by Podbean.com. Thank you. You do it right to update your home and stick to your budget. Lowe's is here to help with Labor Day savings throughout the store. Upgrade your appliances and save up to 40% off select appliance special values. Like a Samsung front load laundry pair with steam and a champagne finish was $19.98 and now is just $13.96. And refresh your home with $15 off gallon cans and $45 off 5-gallon pails via Lowe's gift card rebate when you buy select interior and exterior paint and stain. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Paint offer valid through 9-4, appliance offer valid through 9-11, U.S. only. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.